Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and get started now. You know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. The world needs to hear what we have to say. We are still watching this train wreck oh, of the show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Peachy presented by Sensibly Loud Media. I'm one of your hosts, Claire, and as always, joined by my lovely co-host, Caitlin. How are you? I'm good. Good. We're back to recording a night earlier than we have been here recently. But which means we're going to be a little behind on Real Housewives, but it'll all catch up next week, so it'll be fine. We'll be. It'll be fine. But we figured it's better to bust out Bachelor content sooner rather than later because. It tends, starts to get a little bit old after yes. a little while. Um, but how was your weekend? Did you do anything exciting? <laughs> no, I had a terrible weekend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Actually, no. oh. this is going to be my like juicy peach and, and peach fit all rolled into one kind of. Um, but I got the flu over the weekend. So wait, really? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh yeah. my god! So I um I like took a nap on Friday afternoon and like woke up and my throat was super sore. And that's usually like the first hint that like I'm getting sick, like just without fail, whether it's a cold or the flu or strep throat, like I always have just like a crazy sore throat. And everybody tried to tell me, no, it's just allergies. You're going to get better. And I was like, no, trust me. (laughs) It's a common (laughs) that's bringing hell with it. So like it didn't get any better. The next morning I woke up and I just felt like trash. So um, I went to one of those minute clinics that they have like in target. Yeah. And those are actually great. I would recommend them highly to anybody. I've never been. They're super efficient. Like, I mean, you know, it's a Saturday, so I can't really like go to like, you know, a primary care place or anything like that. So, or um, a doctor, but they have these minute clinics that are run by PAs and nurse practitioners. Uh So um, they can do like screens and test you for just kind of like, I mean, like small stuff, like, I mean, if your kid has an ear infection or, you know, like if you're running a fever or if you have a cough or a cold or, you know, you think you may have sprained something, you can go to them for it. And like, if obviously if it's more serious, they'll refer you out. But I mean, just for general, like illnesses and aches and pains are perfect. So she did like a little swab of my throat to see if I have strep throat because I get strep throat a lot. And, um, that came back negative. So I was like, kind of irritated so I was just like well what what is it so um then they had to do like this nasal swab for flu and I did not expect it to come back positive but it did so yeah they started me on some Tamiflu and um I think it headed off most of it but Saturday I felt horrible I had a fever Mm. and I was just like like my throat was still really sore. So it was just like, it just killed me every time I swallowed. And I mean, not even just like, like we swallow without realizing it, you know, like, yes. And just like when we're talking. Yeah. So like, it, I mean, like <laughs> it was horrible. I couldn't swallow. So um, anyway, it got better. Like I am doing better now. I think my symptoms have just kind of shifted. So now I have more congestion and just like, mm nasal stuff going on but yeah. and I'm still really tired like I woke sure. up at 7 30 and like went back to the couch and slept for another two hours oh you poor <laughs> thing this week yeah it I'm, was not not great it's I've, I've said this before I don't know if I've said this on this podcast before but number one I hate being sick and I haven't had the flu since I, I've only had the flu once and I was in elementary school but when it comes to like head colds or anything like that I don't mind the congestion. It's the sore throat part of it all is what gets me. Like I, me I can't stand it. So I feel bad for you having a sore throat. And Justin got sick last week. He just had, I think it ended up just being a sinus infection because he didn't even have a sore throat. But I was so cautious of like not getting sick. I made him sleep upstairs. Oh, 
okay. Austin and I do the same thing. Like he won't kiss me or anything. Like if, no. if he's sick or if I'm sick or whatever. So yeah. I'm like, nope, stay away. You're, stay ba- away. you're banned. So, oh, I'm sorry. That's Steve. That's okay. How was your weekend? It was fine. Nothing crazy. Oh, speaking of how was Friday evening with storms? in Dallas oh gosh <laughs> yeah so Justin was texting me that like you were like freaking out and he was just like cooking burgers <laughs> I was having a panic attack if y'all aren't from Dallas I mean we have weather all the, I feel we talk about weather all the time here but we had a nasty it was a nasty day on Friday not really during the day but just in the evening and mm-hmm. um there was a like there were two big like tornado warnings like one kind of down in my area of town and then there's one further up north but the the direction things were going our tornado sirens started going off like six o'clock justin and i had been just finished watching a movie we we're getting ready to cook dinner and then turn on the news and it's like oh there's tornado sirens coming on there's like risk of tornado coming down like literally in our neighborhood like the way the direction it was going it was like over our neighborhood yes, it was i remember watching it and, and i was like shoot that's like right by them yeah and so I'm just my biggest fear is like tornadoes. And all I could think of was you and hiding in your closet the multiple times we've had <laughs> this going on. But I like I I started crying because I'm such a baby. Aww. I started crying and I went and I had all of our like pillows and I was hiding under our stairs in our uh, half bath. I was in there by myself, like crying. Justin's just in the kitchen, just cooking burgers like nothing's wrong. And I'm like are you kidding me? And so then I start like laugh crying because I'm like laughing at how ridiculous the situation is and like crying because I'm in like I'm fear fearing for my life. Um, and he's just in there like, yeah, we're good. I'm just making burgers. I'm like, are you kidding me? Anyways, it was all fine. But- That's 100% what Austin does. Like anytime there's a tornado warning, he's like, dude, let's go watch it. And he like opens up the back door and he's like, I'm looking for rotation. I'm like, if you see rotation, it's too fucking late. Like yeah. you're done. But, so yeah. you need to get in the house. So we actually didn't end up getting in the closet, but we probably should have. But yeah, our our sirens were going off like around six. And this is like right when I was like first starting to get sick. I was like, I don't want to go anywhere. (laughs) Just just take me. It's fine. So, I mean, I got to leave work an an hour early on Friday because everyone was like, I mean, cautious of like something happening. So I left work early, which was great. And then. And then we just like hung out at home and Friday night ended up being fine. Saturday, I don't think we did. Oh, Saturday, we went to a Mavericks game, which was fun. Um, And then on Sunday, we celebrated my sister's birthday. Her and her fiance just got a new house. And so we went over there with my parents and saw them. And my my, uh, sister and her fiance just got a new puppy. And it is the cutest thing. He's he's not a Cocker Spaniel. I know there's different breeds of Spaniel. I don't know what the other breed is, but he's like this tiny little fluff ball and he's like black, brown and white with like little spots all over him. Oh my God. He's so cute. He's eight weeks old. And so I just got to play with puppies on a little puppy on Sunday. So that was my weekend. How fun. So had very high highs like with puppies and very low lows with crying of tornadoes. So did y'all get any snow? Yeah. Oh yeah. And then it snowed on Saturday. Like what is happening? Yeah, we got snow. It was weird. It was really weird. I don't think it's ever snowed since we've and probably not for you guys, like since we've been in this house. No. Yeah, this is the first time. All right. Well, we might as well just get into the meat of what we're here to discuss, which is The Bachelor, episode number two, where we have the famous champagne gate, which we'll get into, which oh I gosh. feel like that's a, that's a hashtag trending on social media. And that girl we'll talk if you like her or not she is now a social media sensation which is i'm sure why she came on the show she got what she wanted Um, but this episode i i actually enjoyed this episode because i like this is when they get into meat of drama and it happened (laughs) um how i guess as far as talking about we might as well wrap up with hannah since it all started there that did not go the way I thought it was going to go. How did you think? Um, they left us hanging. I don't, I don't know what I was. I don't know what I expected because, like, after we talked about how logistically it didn't make sense for Hannah to come to the house, I was like, she's not coming to the house. Which I knew that. I I feel like I think more of just like how they, which how they yeah. how they filmed it and they ended it seemed very abrupt. And like, it was because no. he just kind of got up and he's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And like, no, and I figured no, it would be Hannah that would be like, 
I, we can't do this. I swear they had to have edited out. We did not see that full conversation. There had to have been parts of that conversation that they cut out because the way that they left it, I just, when she left and they walked off and like, she's not staying, there was no closure. There was no like, okay, why? Let's have a little bit of a discussion. It was just very abrupt and okay, goodbye. See you later. It just didn't yeah. seem like, and especially starting off, like the chemistry that they had on the screen was not like they I, I'm surprised they didn't full-blown make out it it looked like they were going to yeah it was like I was reading some recaps on it and everybody agreed that it was very like intimate and so it was just kind of almost a like, little uncomfortable to watch like because it just felt like you it, an invasion of privacy I mean not like intimate and like I mean we see some stuff on yeah on the show I mean we remember we all remember Peter and Hannah's like sauna experience and that was like hot and heavy and like I feel like that was different it just felt like it was a very emotionally charged yes. conversation that and maybe should not have been made public I don't know but yeah. that's ABC for you so like she's all on, on it uh, up on his lap like straddling him uh-huh. and then she even said like I selfishly just like want us to leave like, I just want to take off with you and, like, leave. And this is what's odd is that, you know, they're sitting there, like, hugging, just, like, gazing at each other. It was so bizarre. And then he just is like, I can't do this. And, like, they got up and left. But what's odd, I'm like, but you invited her to stay at the house. Right. So, like. So why are you the one that's breaking? I don't know. It what? was very, very strange. And, like you said, there's no closure. There's no, like, okay, you know, we've yeah. said our piece. You know, I feel like this is the right decision for now. Which, so. this is what leads to my prediction not that they're going to end up together but like it makes me think that we still have not seen the end of her because it just seemed so charged that like how can you and especially if you were a girl on the show and say he ends up with one of these girls and they're watching back on this like I would be very uncomfortable if I were her oh yeah I agree and I I still contend that at the end of the show whenever Chris Harrison is like there's some some information we have for you and he's like, I feel like I'm going to pass out. I feel like Hannah might show up. Like, I know I've been, tr- I've been racking my brain on like what it could be. And they keep saying, and Chris Harrison's like, this is an ending that like we've never had before. And I'm like, okay, well, what type of ending have we not had before? Like it's, it's come out before of like people having pasts, but I don't know if like one of the girls on the show has some crazy past that he's about to propose to that could be an ending or Hannah could come and show back up. And now he's confused. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think, I mean, even if it's like an after the final rose thing and like he and whichever girl he picks, like don't work out. Like I could see him bringing Hannah back and like, yeah, I mean, kind of like the mom being like, don't let her go. Don't let her go. Like I, I bring her home to us. I'm like, yeah, bring who home? Like who, wait, who? So it, it just seemed bizarre. And like that whole scene only lasted like the first five minutes of the show. And then it was like, okay, bye. No more Hannah. So and then it just got awkward on the date. I when yeah. he came back and like canceled the day date with these girls and they're all just literally like the fuck. I know they're like, all right, well fuck me, I guess. Like <laughs> I feel like, bad because they're just like, well, clearly he's not over her. So what are we all doing here? Like you know? this this is where I'm like, okay. So Natasha was the one girl that like spoke up and was like, uh, this is not okay. It was the one girl that actually confronted him about it, which I, I was like, so happy. She said something. I was I, too. I would have said something too. Like, I would have been like, this is not cool for you is, to treat us like that's this. such a normal reaction because it's like, like what she said, like every time that I've seen you, I've seen her. And it's like, she's an ex, like she can't be around for like that. That's not fair to us and not fair to him either. Like for her just to be hanging out. I'm still the biggest Hannah B fan, but I, I understand. Like she did not need to be, be there at that time. So Natasha was so funny. Cause like whenever they like met up later, he's like, I need to go like emotionally collect myself and then I'll see you guys later tonight. So I guess like wherever they had like the cocktail party after, which it, have you watched you on Netflix? Yes, Obsessed. Have you seen the season two or yes. the, okay. The place that they went looked like the grocery store that he worked at. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> even think about that, but Yes. So anyway, when they finally get there, like Natasha's still going off and it just makes me laugh. She's like the audacity. <laughs> She's like, yes. Speak She's like, it. That yes. he would cancel a date with this group of girls, like <laughs> the audacity. So, <laughs> but like, so yeah. true. I mean, yeah. yeah. Cause you think all these girls have given up like a lot of their, I mean, they 
it was a lot for them to get there. Granted, we're at the very beginning of the season. They've been there for like two days. So it's like kind of also like chill out just a little bit. Did you not think that the producers would do something like this and try and, you know, we know how this game works with the bachelor, but like she was the only one that was like vocal about the fact that like she was pissed. I know all the other girls are like, it's okay. Yeah. She's just like, no, it's not okay. Which he seemed, he seemed to like though. Like he seemed to take, he was like, you're, what did he call her? He was like, you're very direct or yeah, I direct. Think that's what he said. I think it's the word he used. Yeah. So, so I'm like, oh, all right, Natasha working it for yourself. And yeah. I've seen her in like when they show previews for the rest of the season, I don't know how far she stays, but she stays around a while. It looked like Natasha does. Cool. So, I like her. So yeah. good for her. Um, And then this, so we're starting to learn a little bit more about other girls than the core ones that we've so far gotten to know. And this is when we learn more about Sydney, which Sydney, I thought she was really pretty. I didn't remember her from episode one. I don't know if you did. I didn't either. But um, I thought she was really cute and he seemed into her, but she, they played up the, like, I'm, I'm not a typical, like, southern girl i'm a little bit different i'm also biracial and i felt bad for her because then she started talking about being like bullied and stuff when she was growing up but everybody has to have a sob story on the show. Story, they, yeah. they do like i'm not trying to be insensitive but everyone has to have one if you have one you're typically going to stay around a while so yep. i could see her being there for a while too not that i wouldn't <laughs> be mad about that i liked her just fine yeah yeah i liked her okay so and then um peter and like mckenna have their little one-on-one time and they do this weird like white people dance thing and it was cringy like oh, oh I was just staring at my screen I think my face was like frozen just like er, er, uh, yeah no. she's just like if I was dancing in the club with you and like you I caught your eye like how would you impress me and he does like, this weird like like he's swinging, like, it was so uncomfortable like, oh my gosh and then proceeded to have a very uncomfortable makeout session where he like lifts her up on a shelf and like yeah that's like the peter signature move because that's definitely what he did with hannah yes and i think he did with kelly too at one point yep i uh, it okay it was really weird signature um. <laughs> move just like keeping condoms in his car it's a signature <laughs> move <laughs> Oh God! Ultimately, the group group date rose goes to Sydney. Um, McKenna didn't seem very happy about that, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I can't. I think McKenna stays around for a while, so she's fine. I think she does too. I didn't think that she would, just based off my initial reaction. She just seems like okay. I'm like saying she's so young. She's the youngest. She's really young. She's twenty two. And I confirmed, by the way, Peter is 28. He'll be 29 this August because I looked up his birthday like a weirdo. So (laughs) (laughs) not a weirdo doing your homework. I like it. Um, So then, oh, I guess we're going into rose ceremony because we didn't have another because we already had. Yeah, this is the because they did the episode so weird last week where they had rose ceremony mid. Now we're having another rose ceremony. Um, And oh, yeah, this is when we get into the meat of the, the drama. damn episode um we learn who kelsey is she's the professional clother <laughs> yes oh, kelsey which makes me laugh that's such a, a euphemism for works retail but yes none and of my business this is where i find this whole thing interesting is i'm all about people's ages she's 28 she's one of the older girls there yet she acts like she's 16 years old yep I also think she was hammered throughout this entire Oh, she absolutely was hammered. But I was laughing through this whole encounter because it was great television, but I'm like, oh, sweet girl. Like, <laughs> I hope you're oh, embarrassed no, no. after watching this because she was just a hot mess. I mean, throughout the whole damn thing. So she brings us and, you know, everyone wants to do a cute thing to like stand out to the bachelor. But could she not think of anything more unique than just having a bottle of champagne? And it's been like rolling around in the back of her trunk for like a year. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but bringing a special bottle of champagne, which I think it was a relatively nice bottle of champagne. I don't remember. I didn't that. see what brand it was, but I think it was like, I, I've read up on it and a couple of people were saying it was actually a nice one. Cause I was like, watch it be like some Andre or like yeah, something right. terrible. Oh my God. Um, but she's like, I'm going to have a nice little, you know, share this special moment. Like I've been waiting to have this moment, have the champagne with, for a special moment. And this is definitely with Peter mistake. Number one, 
leaving her champagne unattended. Yep. Like, what do you think is going to happen? If I was, if this bottle of champagne meant the world to me and I wanted to share it with someone special, there's a house full of girls, producers of this show. Why are you leaving it alone unattended? Like either you're either this whole thing was producer driven and they're like, the producers told her like, no, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Or she's Uh just an idiot. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Either one. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Which I mean, like I try to look at it from a couple of different angles because like, I am not a Hannah Ann fan. I think she's just manipulative and mean. I'm not either. But I'm not entirely sure that she meant to open that bottle because like, if you look at like, how the house is set up on those nights. Like they do have a little station set up to try to make it kind of more romantic and intimate and that kind of thing. So it's not outside the realm of belief that they would have a champagne on ice station with a blanket set up, like just for whoever wanted to use it. Exactly. That's my thoughts too. That's why I'm like something more unique than a bottle of champagne, because that's very bachelor, like one Oh one here's a station for you to set up, have a cozy blanket to warm up to each other with and a glass of champagne. So I don't think Hannah Ann necessarily knew, but I can see also why Kelsey <laughs> reacted the way she did because she has, Hannah Ann has to have, uh, and going on through this episode, she doesn't necessarily seem like she's someone that a lot of the girls do like at the end of the day. So there's something about mm. Hannah Ann that's rubbing people the wrong way to begin with. So I can see why Kelsey would think Hannah Ann was lying when she said, I didn't know that this was your champagne. She's probably like, yeah, you did bitch. Like, I'm sure you did because of just the way that she's been in the house in general. Yeah. Um, but this was hilarious though. <laughs> she went from like, totally fine. McKenna stole Peter first. And so that made, and that set her off. That set yeah. her off. And she went off on McKenna and McKenna just sat there and was like, uh, like I don't care <laughs> <laughs> don't care um and then oh yeah because she like I think McKenna was like or she also was trying not necessarily apologizing but was like I mean not being a bitch about it but Kelsey kept being like you are so disrespectful you don't mean what you're saying and McKenna's like I, I I'm just uncomfortable sitting here I don't know what to do <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, why are they going to stay in that situation? I mean, it's every man or woman for herself. And it's like, do you expect me to apologize for standing up for myself no. and like doing what I came here to do? Like, no, no, sorry. Um, so news you lose. <laughs> so anyway, Peter and Madison meet up too after McKenna. So she still doesn't get her chance with Peter just yet. And like you can tell that there's still a good connection. They haven't really like talked a whole lot since they're they're one on one. But he gives a picture of her, or gives a picture to her, of her with him and his family. Yes. And I'm like, dude, like if first of all, if this was not on The Bachelor, this would be creepy. Yes. Like so definitely creepy. crossing a line. And then <laughs> second of all, if he doesn't end up with her, like that's gonna be real awkward. So <laughs> uncomfortable, like that. That that whole thing is way too bizarre. Um, th- and like if she yeah, if she doesn't go far, that's just awkward. Or again, another situation: if you were a girl that he he picks some other girl, and you see the way that he was treating her with that, it's like, but like that's my future family, and you gave right. that to someone else. No, I know it's just weird. It's- I mean, it's just bachelor dumb for the sake of. I don't know. Yeah. So then uh, Kelsey continues to go on a drunk rampage after Hannah Ann officially like quote unquote steals the champagne bottle. And she's just like, Hannah Ann's a snake. McKenna's a snake. There are so many snakes. Snakes. I know she did kept saying snake. Also, she, when she gets her chance to talk to Peter, she runs into a bathroom and locks herself in there. And I'm like, I know he like comes and like tries to talk to her. He like knocks on the door and she's like, go away. I don't want to talk to you. Uh, Like, bitch, like now's your opportunity to. You're already being psycho. And then when she runs back out, when Peter and Hannah Ann are sitting there and she starts just screaming at Hannah Ann and Peter's sitting there like his face. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? Like literally goes psychotic on Hannah Ann. I'm like. Oh my God. And so then they talk after and like Hannah Ann's still being like really calm. She's like, look, I literally had no idea. And that's when Kelsey's like, you're just a bitch. 
bitch. I don't even know all the names that she called her, but just drunk girl talk. Yep. <laughs> That's all she's doing is being a She drunk calls girl. her a princess. Oh, yeah. She's just like, I'm not buying this whole princess act, this whole pretty princess. I had no idea. I was just like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. She's like, yeah. you're fake and you're calculated. So, <sighs> anyway, then, um, oh, I think all of that happened after Kelsey pulled Peter aside finally. And like she like knocked over the champagne, the other <laughs> champagne stand. Just like knocks that and over, so. and then yeah, of course the now the meme that's around the world of champagne. Her, no, because she starts off saying, "Peter's like, do you want to drink it out of the bottle or out of the glass?" She's like, battle. I'm not always a classy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then proceeds to drink and spew all over her face and all just the- over her face and like. <laughs> She didn't even like laugh it off. She just kind of like, she was kind of mad. I feel like when that happens, you just got to laugh. I mean, it's just like, what are you going to do? It's like everything is that could have possibly gone wrong. Has gone wrong. Yeah. It's literally like one thing after another. It's like, oh God, what's about to happen next? Is my heel going to break? Am I going to fall and break my arm? Like what now? Um, It was really funny. And yeah, just the memes of the you know, looking like sperm all over her face are great. Yes. It was so <laughs> oh my gosh. God. So, um, anyway, after the fact, she like confronts Hannah Ann again and calls her fake and calculated and Hannah Ann like cuts her off and she's just like, I'm moving forward. And <laughs> Kelsey's like, well, I'm not <laughs> like, Oh my God. Yeah. Hannah Ann's just basically like, I've, I acknowledge your I'm feelings. I this. respect what you're saying, but I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> You drunk no bitch. reasoning with Leave her. Leave me alone. Yeah. So then, of course, we go to the rose ceremony. You didn't think that they were going to let either of them go home. No. no. But they make the dramatic. got too much, too much beef now. But yeah. And of course, they make the very last rose be dramatic. And he gives it to Kelsey and sends home, I don't even know, to a couple of randos that we don't know who they are. Yep. So um, McKenna, Victoria P., Natasha Jasmine, Sarah, Lexi, Hannah Ann, Alexa, Tammy, Alea, Deandra, Victoria F., Cheyenne, Kiara, Savannah, Kelsey, and Kelly all get roses. Well, I mean, I guess Kelly had her rose from the group date. Yeah. Yeah. So we're down to what, like 18 girls or something like that. So maybe I'll start learning who these girls are. I know. Potentially. Um, So then this next group date. My God, could we, could it be any more relevant than, (laughs) I just can't believe fucking Revolve is sponsoring this when literally all the girls basically go on the goddamn show to become an influencer for Revolve. Yeah. And, or they're already kind of like Instagram influencers like McKenna and like, and Hannah Ann. And they're like, oh my gosh, green clouds. Yeah. So who went on this day? So we had Alexa, McKenna, Natasha, Deandra, Lexi. Victoria F, Kelsey, and Hannah Ann. And I just really want to know how much Revolve paid to sponsor this. Like, I know. Basically, what they're doing is they are auditioning. They're, like I said, they're auditioning for their future influencers is what they're doing and getting their brand like, out there. It's kind of genius. At yeah. The, I mean, it is. They're all going to go do that anyway, so they might as well start now while yep. everybody knows what they're doing. So good for them and they wrote Carson is it Carson Kessley Kessler I can't oh, remember yeah. I don't remember his last name but the the old queer eye dude yeah and then Janice Dickinson which she is looking rough she looks Holy just like fucking moly. Caitlyn Jenner yeah Have it's like seen- her face is all like tight but it's like she forgot her neck so her neck yeah. is all like messed up looking yeah <laughs> and then like the CEO of Revolve I guess yeah so they tell them they're gonna be modeling in the Revolve fashion show and so Cut to all the girls like doing like a frenzy in the in the store, and they're all like getting all their clothes together and all their looks. So <laughs> serving up looks. Also so pertinent then, is that the winner gets like all of the clothes. Oh yes, all of the clothes. Um, at this point is when all of them forget Peter. Who? Who are we yeah. here for? It's all about the clothes. Give me the free clothes. I know. Yeah. It's like a this is like the new Forever Twenty One. I feel like <laughs> yes. So. Anyway, they're all trying to scoop up what they want to wear. And Victoria F. is kind of like off in a corner, all like 
self-conscious and anxious and then she like leaves and so Kelsey comes out to talk to her which I gotta give props to Kelsey because I think Kelsey does have a heart when she's sober yeah yes (laughs) anyway so uh she's just like just be yourself just very generic like help semi-helpful advice yep so Anyway, we cut to the fashion show and Peter does this really cringy walk down the runway where he's <laughs> like trying to like do his hands kind of like he's halfway doing a gang sign or something like I don't know. It's just oh. like, no, just sit down. You're from <laughs> you're from like Brentwood, California yeah. or Westlake. Like, yeah, exactly. You come from money. It's fine. So um the most memorable thing that I have from like the other girls that weren't involved in the showdown was that Alexis butt was like out of her shorts hanging out straight out of her shorts like it was out hello yeah and that hannah ann wears a wedding dress as her first white dress and a veil um this is what i find interesting so they're all walking down and you think that victoria f is going to have a very uncomfortable time but she struts out her first outfit and it was totally fine she killed it and then comes out in her second outfit she's wearing fucking a nightie in a robe or like lingerie under like, a trench coat. She's like, oh, I'm not confident. And I'm just like, are you joking? Like, are you kidding me? Like, you're honey. like blasting your nips like on national TV and you're not confident? Like, like are hold you, up. There's something, something's, something's off there. I'm like, you're talking about how you're the most unconfident, non-confident person in the entire like world or the girls there. And here you are. Yeah, just showing off for the world and then proceeds to suck face with Peter while she's on the the floor. Like, what is, how is this happening? I don't understand. I know, and then they come to Hannah Ann. She's got this, like, sour look on her face. So great. Yeah. But then they have the walk-off. The judges pick Hannah Ann and Victoria for the final two and the, their little walk-off in whatever dress sequence, I don't know, leotard thing half that they dress, were wearing. Half not <laughs> weird. Like, half covers their butt. Not really. It was strange. And they pick Hannah Ann and Victoria F decides to throw a temper tantrum and I just want to go home. I'm leaving. Well, to be fair, Hannah Ann was a bitch to her. Like she like threw her skirt into her like, when she was on the runway and just like, yeah, kind of like stepped in front of her and was just being tacky. Hannah so. Ann wins everything. Everything's about Hannah Ann, which <laughs> see, this is what I'm saying is that there's a something about her rub some of the girls the wrong way. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I think it's that she's Hannah Ann is very, very confident and she lets it like everybody know that. And yeah. so I think other girls are intimidated by her and Peter seems to be drawn to a confident person. And here we are. So yeah. she's just a, a leader in all of this and makes everybody else jealous. I don't, I still don't like Hannah Ann personally, but anyway, she got to give her credit. Yeah. yeah. So um, she walks off with like the 40 bags of Revolve clothing or whatever. And so um, anyway, we cut to that night after the fashion show and Victoria F is still kind of like all moody and sad, which I, I hate kind of bagging on her because I really like Victoria F. I feel like if I had, I, I don't know, like she, I, I feel like she and I are the same person in some way. So anyway, um, so he pulls her aside and he's like, no, I was really impressed with your modeling and she's still sad. And like, she's looking for reassurance. So she knew he, she was doing, she knew yeah. exactly what she was doing. Yeah. So he basically, she basically got it out of him to where he like reassured her that she has a place in the house. So she's just yeah. like, I'm just not like the other girls here. I don't like put myself out there. And But you just did. You just like, but you did. <laughs> so no, I, I, I'm not like hating on her and I hope, if you think that y'all are like each other, like you're one of my best friends. So clearly it's not like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But just, like, I think if I like had brown hair and brown eyes and was like a lot more insecure, like she, <laughs> she's so cute. Like, I just feel like she has so much to offer. I wish she wouldn't like be so down on herself. So. I, think at the, I think at the end of the day, she is just a very awkward person. And so she doesn't know, she, she doesn't know if she should be her like awkward, normal self, or if she should be like this confident, exposed girl and so she's yeah. like going back and forth between the two and doesn't know what to do. Or she's just very calculated and she knows what she's doing. Yeah. I don't know. It's a great question. Peter we'll find her. out. She's just going to be around for a while, I think. Yeah. So um, this is when we start to get back into more of the drama. So <laughs> Hannah Ann and Peter have their little alone time. And she 
seizes the opportunity to throw Kelsey under the bus. And she's like, I was just up all last night crying because Kelsey has been bullying me. She's been calling me a bitch and a princess. And I was just like, I wouldn't be upset if someone called me a princess. No, I'm my biggest thing is, yeah, Kelsey yelled at you. You have to realize that you could tell that she was wasted. And like, if someone called like yells at you and starts calling you names, like, that's they're not bullying you and i think this has been said on the internet too that like bullying is literally a consistent pattern of like abusive right. behavior seeking out that person and trying to like undermine them like, and make them feel lesser and not bullying you so number one what it like don't make it seem like the situation is worse than it is and number two you're of course Hannah Ann was going to be the girl of be like the snitch of the house. You know what I mean? Like there's always the season. There's always that girl that tells the lead about something going on in the house and it's never ends well. Never. No. So it never ends well for either of them. No. So yeah. Anyway. So he goes back to the table and talks with all the girls and he's like, Oh, this girl just really kind of showed me her heart. It's the same thing. Oh, they just really revealed their heart to me tonight. And so he gives Victoria F the rose and then immediately Leah's like, Kelsey, we got a good talk. Yep. Kelsey's like, is this bad? <laughs> so, yeah. God. Anyway, so he tells her what Hannah Ann told him and it's like, he's going to believe who he wants to believe. And I think he wants to believe Hannah Ann. I think he does they too. have a stronger connection because it's just her word versus Hannah Ann at this point. Cause he kind of came in on her. Like initially he was like, that is not okay for you to treat someone like that. And she's Kelsey starts crying and she's like, I was not bullying. And she's like, I know what bullying is. Cause I was bullied when I was younger. Right. I'm like, I, okay. I understand. Like that was not bullying, but I don't want to say I know this girl's background, but I, I find it very hard to believe that Kelsey was also bullied when she was young. I know. But like, really? I don't but... know about that. But, and so then Peter's all confused. He's like, well, I don't know what to think. You're telling me one thing, but she's telling me the other thing and blah, blah, blah. And it, it, yeah, it seems like it was a very end. The end of the conversation was very awkward. And he was like, well, I'm just going to go think about things. Yeah. <laughs> And then that's basically like where the episode ended. So they showed some scene. I mean, they're pretty good about like covering up like who the girls are like in like, they're like coming up the season. Yeah. So they go, we know that they go to Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. Um, Where else do they go? I don't remember. And I don't remember where it was because we know that Peter falls and cuts his head on a golf cart, which we see. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah. Which we see a scar in some of the previews. on his poor little head oh my gosh um, and then demi shows up at one point which i'm yeah. like why i mean they just keep recycling all these bachelor nation fools just because because they, they can. can they can and so. viewers tend to like her so i understand why they're doing it but it's also stupid it's just annoying <laughs> yeah uh but yeah i can't i'm i feel like we've probably got i don't know there's usually about 10 episodes of the bachelor or so how we got about eight left i think it's usually mid-march when it ends because we've got about a month and right. a half or a couple months before the bachelorette starts so mm-hmm. um we'll see i just i still think towards the end it's going to be um madison but by the way things are playing out madison hannah and kelly even kelly. though kelly wasn't really on this episode at all but i think she's still a front runner yeah it is um true. those three am i think am i missing anybody else I don't think so. I think that I could see McKenna maybe making it to like the final six. Yeah. Oh, and we I do don't know, know about hometown. We but. do know there's one girl that is very upset if he's been physical with anyone. That's going to be an issue. And we clearly find out that he's had sex at least with one of these girls. Oh, my gosh. He's like a Caitlin. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know. I wonder if it's Kelly, if they met each other before. Oh, that could ooh, that could be true. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think that's about it until we get into to next week. So I wish we had more Real Housewives stuff to talk about, but we don't. But <laughs> I think we've decided we want to do a fun little Q&A between each other. We've never done this before. We've been doing this podcast for a year and we talk about our lives, but we don't really know like a ton of random facts about each other. It's true. So, <laughs> it's like we know each other for like 10 years, but like yeah. we don't really like, yeah. It's, it'll be interesting for us 
our answers and then I think for listeners to know. I always like to learn random facts about people. So hopefully this isn't boring for you guys, but I find it interesting. So we're doing it. I think it'll be fun. (laughs) Um, Before we get into that real quick, I just want to remind everyone our show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audio book with a 30-day trial membership. You just have to go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. You can download a title for free and start listening. That's at audibletrial.com slash SLM. Him. Okay. So I've got some random questions and I think that you do too. I don't know how we want to do do this because I feel like we both need to answer the question. We do. So we'll alternate. So you go first and you ask me and then okay. you answer and then I'll ask you. Okay. So we'll just go back and forth. My first question, and I feel like I mean, I know generally at least one of the answers that this will be for you, but like favorite TV shows. So <laughs> I, if I have to, if I had to pick just w- like one show, cause there's a lot of shows that I like, but I think of the shows that I watch, like literally I can watch them on repeat and never, ever, ever get tired of them. And there are two shows that I can do that with. Um, well maybe now three, cause Justin's got me into one that I, we watch repeatedly together now too, but my all time, I think favorite TV show ever is friends. Um, okay. I think I knew that. Yeah. That is one that I will, I've watched through the series so many times. I know like every single episode, I can watch it backwards and forwards and know like what season it's in, what exactly happens that episode, all of those. And I feel like it's a pretty generic answer. Either you like friends or you don't. So I'm not a super friends person, which I feel bad saying, cause like everybody that like I'm friends with loves friends and I'm just yeah. like, Oh, I wish I liked okay. like, I don't dislike it. It's just not, it's not like something I get really excited about. Yeah. It's just one of those I can literally have on in the background and I don't even need to be watching the screen and I know what's going on. So that's why I'm like, I feel like that's my favorite show. And the other one that's a close competitor is the office. That's another yes. one that I can watch. I can have it on. Not necessarily. I'd say really seasons like one through six. I know backwards and mm-hmm. forwards. And then the later ones, I've seen them all, but I don't. I don't watch those as much. It's like literally the first six seasons. I know everything about it, and I'm really excited because they, uh, two of the girls. Did you watch The Office? Yeah. Okay. I there. It's one of those shows. Either people either really like it or they like. No, I love never The Office, and I'm with you. I think the first six seasons were like it's pride, and then yeah. like as it went on, it got. It was still good. It just wasn't yeah. the same. But um, so the girls who played Pam and Angela, they have come out with a podcast where they're like recapping every episode. Like, so oh my gosh. Week. And so I've been listening to it. It's interesting because they go into like behind the scenes type stuff and they'll have on like guests from the show. Like I was listening to one on my drive home from work today and it was the episode where it was the Halloween, very first Halloween episode where Michael has to fire someone oh um, no so they had, <laughs> he can't figure out who to fire yeah, so. so they had uh the guy who plays creed his actual name is creed too he was on <laughs> and so it was just interesting like hearing interactions with him anyway so those are like my two if i had to pick for me okay what about you so mine <laughs> mine are both cartoons which i, I figured you would <laughs> well i know about. one of them so yeah one of them that like okay i watch one or the other of these two shows every night when i go to sleep and it's for the same reason. Like I can have it on the background, not be paying attention. I know exactly what's going on. I can jump back in at any time and I know the exact episode. So my first one is the Simpsons. Yes. And <laughs> I love it. Know, I love it too. I'm just not as huge as a, of a fan. As yeah. You are, which so. I mean, like I've done pods with Jessie and we've like recapped like Simpsons episodes mm-hmm. and stuff. So, I mean, like we're both like really into it, but yes. um, like he and I have this, um, tradition I guess you could call it where every Monday he sends me a picture of Kent Brockman the news anchor doing something different <laughs> and it's Brock he'll just say Brockman Monday <laughs> and then yes. every Friday I send him the same thing but it's Ned Flanders doing something <laughs> so it's Flanders Friday <laughs> oh my gosh Y'all getting so harder funny. and harder to find pictures so you have to be a little bit more specific when you're googling pictures but yep anyway um oh. my other one is family guy <laughs> oh my gosh i love both those they're just not ones that like i know as well as you know them <laughs> yeah 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 and like family guy is so like quick like i don't know it's a different it's similar but it's like a different humor than the Simpsons because they do cutaways a lot. So I mean, it's like yeah. some of the stuff is quotable, but not, not like all of it. So it's just, I don't know. It's just like the Simpsons to me is very quotable. They have these like one-liners and these yeah. little sight gags or whatever, but like 
family guy is just not it's not quite like that so um yeah. i'm still but yeah like i'll still fall asleep watching it and like that way if i wake up and i can't fall back asleep which i've been doing lately i'll just turn it back on or yes. if austin's snoring too loud I'll just like there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's great oh well um okay so i have i have a little fun fact question okay. what was your first job so i guess you can call this my first job but my parents they owned um like ever since i since i was in kindergarten they recently closed down but they owned their own business so they opened up their own um screen printing and embroidery business and so like literally my entire childhood up through all of my college like that's what they did my it was just my mom and dad owning it was like a mom and pop shop they literally had no other employees it was just them my dad did all the screen printing my mom did all the embroidery that's amazing and like worked the front office and did all of that stuff so since they had no other employees during the summertime they would employ quote-unquote me my brother and my sister (laughs) to assist with them because they would get really busy during the summer like specifically my dad when doing the screen printing, like, I mean, people could come in and order like custom stuff for themselves, but it was mostly like bulk orders. So like schools, mm-hmm. churches, it'd be like hundreds family of shirts. Units, it'd be hundreds yeah. and hundreds and hundreds of shirts. And so I'd have to help him with that. There's, there's a, I won't go into all the details, but there's a ton of like grunt work that goes into it. And when I say it was like a sweatshop that literally used to be a sweatshop, there used to not be <laughs> air conditioning, like in the room where we did this stuff and it would, there's just big machinery. It was hot nasty sticky gross they would pay us but it started off with it'd be like five dollars an hour and you know we would work like 10 15 hours a week during the summertime and oh my god i mean it's so funny thinking about now because it really wasn't that bad but i mean i was in like middle school like i'd be like 12 13 years old like helping my dad was getting paid for it and i thought it was the absolute worst i would rather be (laughs) i would rather eat my own goddamn foot (laughs) <laughs> then set foot there. Like I'm not even kidding. It was I thought it was absolute torture. Oh my gosh, that's but, so funny. I mean, thinking about it now, I'm like, I was just a bratty little kid. But I mean I literally so I would work there every summer for like probably close to ten years. And like, even when I would come home from college, like the first two years of college when I didn't stay in college station during the summer, I would come home and I would work. And it was e- it was easier when I was older because I wasn't as like you know, rude about it, but you figured it out. You figured yeah. out that it wasn't that bad. So there's a lot of like cleaning maintenance, like folding t-shirts, like stuff like that. So that was yeah. technically my first job. What about you? Aww. Okay. So I have like, I guess it just kind of depends. So, um, I babysat when I was 14 for, uh, this amazing family. I love them. They were, they had um, two kids when I started with them and then they added a kid on just like about every year after that. Yeah. So oh, God. they ended up with four kids by the time I left for college and I would still come back and nanny for them like in the summers now and then like when, after I went to college. But um, that was kind of like my first like non like I guess tax paying job. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, when I was turning about to turn 16 – I, of course, went in a car, so I was, like, talking to my parents, and I was a brat. I just assumed they were going to get me a car. They're like, no, we'll get you a car if you get a job. And we were on the way to dinner um, when they told me this, and I'm like, all right, that's cool. So we go to this pizza place called Palio's, and I don't know if y'all have one by you, but they're, they're kind of, like, all over the Metroplex. Oh, no, I knew that because Justin's sister, I think, used to work there. Oh, really? Oh, that's, that's yes. amazing. Okay, yeah. cool. So – the original one is in Highland Village, which is where I lived. And so, like, I walked in there, and we order our dinner and all that. And um, my family is, like, turning to go sit down. And I just leaned over the counter. I was like, hey, are y'all hiring? <laughs> and they were. And so they're like, yeah, come back on Tuesday. We'll interview you. And so I just walked over to the table. I was like, looks like y'all are getting me a car. Oh, <laughs> so, my God. Anyway, but that ended up being, like, a fantastic job. It was so good. So it changed ownership by the time that I left it. But like when I first started, like we, the way that it's set up is like you, you walk in, like you order your food and then they bring it out to you. So it's like, you're not really waiting tables. Like you, you get your own drinks and everything as a patron. But, um, so we would get like above minimum weight. No. I'm thinking of wait because like waiters and waitresses get like two fifty an hour yeah. plus tips. Plus tips so yeah. it was it wasn't like that. It's like we got like minimum wage. Yeah. Plus tips. So it was nice. like yeah, it actually paid like really well. And like 
um, you got like one meal there per shift and that changed later on. But like, so Lots they had pizza. amazing pizzas and stuff. So I'd make my little like small pizza and take it home with Aww. me. And it was awesome. I loved it. I made so much money. And um, I worked up to like the point like where I was like a little like assistant manager when I was in high school. So nice. my senior year of high school. So I like closed down the pizza place. Like I remember having to leave like my volleyball practices early because I had to go to work. Oh, so- wait, you're so responsible. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so good. Like I, I loved that job. It was a lot of fun. So, oh. and I would still come back and work like a shift or two, like over Christmas yeah. or spring break or something. So um, anyway, that was my first, like, yeah. I, I consider that more like my first like real job because babysitting is not that it's easy because it's definitely not easy, but it's just like, yeah. Uh, I didn't pay taxes on that job. So. Well, I didn't pay taxes when my parents paid us. They paid us in cash, and that's how that worked. That's so. kind of more like an allowance, you know? Like, yeah, for- it, yeah, it really was. So, um, that's so cool, though. Yeah. Okay, I think probably one more question before we end off the show. So, I have one more question. You ready? Okay. Yeah. I think of, I don't think I've ever asked you this before. What was the first concert? you ever attended oh my gosh okay buckle up I (laughs) went to Six Flags when I was in the sixth grade because I won um tickets from Kiss FM like they they you know how like radio stations will like go around to like different places in the community and they'll just like set up shop and you can come up and they have like games and you can win prizes and usually it's like a t-shirt or something dumb whatever so they came to our grocery store and like, we just, so it, my mom and I, like, we're going and just so happened that they were there. So, um, I just walked up and I was like, I think fifth grade at the time. And so I like spun the little wheel and like, I won tickets. It was like a six flags. It was like a four pack of tickets or something like that. And it was like six flags pass and a ticket to the Baja men. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> so I got to take one of my good friends back then. <laughs> to go see Bahamut, which they had one song that we yes. knew. Oh my god, that's hilarious! I feel like I owned a Bahamut CD, and they literally had like six versions of "Who Let the Dogs Out." There was like remixes on it, and it was oh my gosh, so that makes that sense. Song. It's like yeah. their only song. <laughs> I was I was actually talking to Justin about this the other day because <laughs> I saw it on Instagram, and it was like I was today years old whenever I learned "Who Let the Dogs Out" about <laughs> ugly bitches in the club. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I like thought for like 20 years that it was about dogs. Boy, was I wrong. Well, same, literally same. That is so funny. I love that. That was your first concert. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'll never forget it. That was, I was so excited. So anyway, what was your first concert? Um, so mine was, I was in, I think I was in sixth grade. So I, you know how your friends change, like as you get older, but like in all of middle school, I had like two two there was like really three of us that were like best friends in element or elementary in middle school and so one of my friends at the time in sixth grade introduced me to bowling for soup oh my gosh (laughs) and she was like uh, when I say obsessed I mean like she was obsessed with them and I mean they are a Texas they're Denton Texas based band um and so she was like obsessed with them and they had like I can't remember what song it was at the time they're like oh girl all the bad guys want was like they're like yeah famous song at the time and so I knew that one but I was like okay she's obsessed with them so like I need to like get their like recent cd and which is called drunk enough to dance is their cd <laughs> and so I got it and like I learned that cd from like backwards through forwards and I, I loved it I still love it to this day and I I'm, I'm not sure if like I got so into them because like, I actually really liked them. It was more because like my friend liked them, but yeah, I feel like I actually keep there. really do like them. Like at the time, like I was obsessed with them. And so they played at main street arts festival. Okay. So I guess this was technically like a concert, but we went and saw the main street arts festival and her mom somehow got like backstage passes to where we were able to go meet them. Oh and wow. We took this very seriously. We made like, and so we would buy like, bought like white t-shirts and we had those like, what it was like gel type markers that you could like write on your shirt 
And uh-huh. like, and so we each like picked a favorite song off the album and like wrote on the front of it and then like did the song title as like a number on the back, like a jersey. And then we made, oh my these, gosh, little, cute. And then we made these like tote bags and did the same thing on these tote bags. And because we brought with us like my friend's dad owned like a print shop and printed off like their CD cover on a big uh, piece of paper. It was like a thick nice piece of paper and it was like their cd cover brought it back there they all signed it and i got it framed it is still hanging oh, in my that's chi- amazing. it is still hanging in my childhood bedroom to this date and obsessed with it i saw them two other times after that too um and met them two other times as well one of them was at six oh, flags okay. at uh what is the thing during halloween called fright fest. oh fright fest fright fest yeah met them there too and i have a picture of that somewhere but anyways that was my first concert and they were like my first way obsession band so anyway you're gonna like play that for your kids someday and be like i remember going to their concert and we did this and they're gonna be like that's so dumb i know (laughs) i know but i literally thought it was the coolest thing ever at the time Um, i think that's so fun especially that you got to like go back later and like meet them again yeah um and they clearly had no idea who we were but we were just like "Ah, we've met you before we have pictures remember we have the puff paint shirt like (laughs) Oh my God. And it's just so crazy how much like your music tastes. I, I like pretty much every type of music nowadays though, but I, I guess Bowling for Soup was classified as like alternative or like punk rock, yeah. punk rock, I guess would Probably be more of like rock, what they yeah. were. But nowadays I more listen to like, just like traditional, like pop music. Pop I listen to rap. Stuff. I listen to country. I listen to, I don't know, everything nowadays. Same. So, yeah. Um, that was fun. Maybe we should do this more often. Yeah, well, I still have more questions saved up so we can like do this for a couple of episodes. This yes. Is, this is good times. Because I, yes, I have another, yeah, we have some juicier ones. <laughs> really interesting. Yay, I'm excited. Um, okay, I guess let's wrap up them with our juicy peach and peach pit, which we kind of already learned your peach pit. I was going to say, yeah, my, my peach pit is that I was sick and I'm still kind of like not great. But Aww. my juicy peach is that I'm getting better. <laughs> so. so, hey take it thank you tamiflu yes okay well my pit is you guys can't see our screen right now but my asshole cat is in the background right now um (laughs) she i got home from work today um and i was literally of course my dog's so excited to see me and i'm excited i was like excited to see my cat too and i came up to her i was gonna give her like some like loving pets and a hug and stick my hand out and immediately just swats at me and you you can't see it but i have these two giant scratches down my hand i mean i immediately started bleeding and they oh like, my puffed gosh up. and i was like are you kidding me she's back here just giving herself a bath not giving two fucks um <laughs> and then she was scratching on her freaking carpet earlier today too so she's just she's on she's my mood she's on my shit list and my pit is now i have two scabs on my hand oh it's a hand i write with and like i feel like the way i hold a pin it's gonna be really weird because now i have scars yeah, so like kind of like claw it. that's <laughs> that's my pit not a huge pit but i'm just pissed at my cat um <laughs> So then my juicy peach is usually when I go into work, I, I don't really try when I like put myself together in the morning, I put on makeup, I put on like nice clothes. I don't look homeless, but I don't like go out of my way to like do my hair all like nice and curly and look prim and proper. And I look put together, but I don't try. (laughs) So today was one of those days. It's not like I looked extraordinary my hair's in a ponytail right now but I had it down and I just washed it last night so it was like thick and like it looked really nice straight voluminous and I was wearing a headband that I got for Christmas over the holidays and I've been wearing it a lot and I guess it just made my hair look a little poofier I had three people today one of them a complete stranger say to me oh my gosh your hair looks so pretty so you're like yes I was like (laughs) I don't think I've ever gotten that the four and a half years I've worked here nobody's ever said that to me before and I had three people today and I was like that's amazing it just made you feel good about yourself that's oh, all yeah so and then naturally as soon as I got home I threw it up in a ponytail because oh yeah just because you know yeah I'm, I'm getting my hair cut in two weekends from now not a ton but it, it's to the point where it's like it needs to be cut and I'm Oof, getting it dyed I know, me too. darker um I dyed it dark and now the blonde's starting to come back out again and I want it back to brown so hopefully things go well in a couple weeks of that <laughs> as far as that goes but that was my juicy peach <laughs> so i guess that wraps it up then for this week um reminding everyone you can find us on social media at peachy podcast on both 
Twitter and the Instagrams. And by the way, I will either this coming week or the next week, I'll be on our uh, Instagram stories. Yay. With oh, I'm going to bring excited. that back. You do really Sorry. good on this. I, I will bring it back. I've been really bad about it. Luckily, it's not going to be a three hour episode. Not that it was this week, but I will do it here soon. So please watch out for it. And then you can also call in at 972-885-9361. And with that, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.